Well, hello, everyone. I am Matt Williamson here to talk about when the Steelers have the ball. And the, the short of it is, I think you really have to have an interior power run game against a pretty bad run defense without DJ Reader, their best interior player, as well as you got to win, win on the perimeter. And Cincinnati has not been good defending big receivers, in particular outside the numbers. So that's where you're going to have your success if you are at all. And Rudolph needs to protect football. And maybe when we see Pickett, who knows? But anyway, Steelers offense averages 4.8 yards per play for the season, but just 4.5 over their past three games. That's really bad. The Bengals 6.0 yards allowed per play, though, is the highest in the league. But over their last three, they're down to 5.5, which isn't good, but you know, not as bad as it has been all year. But last week, they gave up 6-3 to Minnesota. I mean, so this is not a good defense. The Steelers convert a set of downs into a new set of downs just 65% of the time. Only the Jets, Giants, Patriots, and Browns are worse. League average is 70%. However, Cincinnati's defense is at 74%, better than only five defenses. The Steelers have run 160 offensive plays this season with a lead. Only the Jets and Panthers have snapped the ball less often when ahead on the scoreboard. Just think about that for a minute. The Bengals' defense is 29th in EPA per play on early downs and 31st over the past three weeks. Pittsburgh's offense is 23rd in this metric and 25th over the last three weeks. Cincinnati is allowing 6.7 yards per play on first down for the season, the highest in the league. The Bengals are allowing 5.0 plays per game of 20 yards or more, also the highest in the league. They allow a lot of big plays, a lot. In terms of EPA per play, only the Commanders, Cardinals, and Eagles have been worse than Cincinnati's defense this season, and only the Cardinals have been worse in success rate. Cincinnati's opponents are attacking them out of 13 personnel at the league's fourth highest rate. I would expect some 13 personnel, three tight ends from the Steelers in this game for sure. The Bengals allow 8.0 yards per attempt, 31st in the NFL. Cincinnati also allows a league high 286.3 passing yards per game over their past nine games. No defense is facing a higher average depth of target than Cincinnati this season. People are throwing deep on these guys. The Steelers have to do the same. The Steelers threw for just 142 yards last week. Nick Mullins threw for 303, though, against the Bengals. In Rudolph's 387 career pass attempts, he has 16 touchdowns versus 11 interceptions and averages 6.1 yards per pass attempt with a career 61.5 completion percentage. Not great, not horrendous. Deontay Johnson has finished with 62 or fewer yards in five straight games. However, last week he became the first player in Steelers history with 500-plus receiving yards in each of his first five seasons. Johnson also has scored a touchdown in three straight games. That's the longest streak of his career. Remember when he couldn't score at all? That was a little strange. In 16 career games with Rudolph under center, Johnson averages 7.3 targets, 4.8 receptions, and 58.2 receiving yards per game. So that's 16 games, though. The Bengals are giving up the fifth most yards per route run and second most yards to per reception to receivers aligned on the perimeter. Johnson's aligned on the perimeter just under 80%, and, Bick, and Pickens is just under 84%. Again, you need to tack downfield. Well, they're also bad against tight ends, which I'll get to here in a minute. 
Since his touchdown catch in week three against Las Vegas, Calvin Johnson has six catches for 81 yards. Since week three. Think about that for a while. I mean, can't get this guy the ball down the field at all. Talked about tight ends. When these teams met last, everyone remembers Pat Fryermuth had his best game of his season. He caught nine passes for 120 yards. However, in the eight other games, he's been targeted just 30 times, catching 18 of them for 123 yards. So he basically has the same yardage in one game as he does the other eight. He does have three catches in each of his last three games, but he's fallen below 30 receiving yards in each of those games since facing the Bengals. Cincinnati allows a league high in catches, targets, receiving yards to tight ends, all most in the league, and yards per target is second worst. I mean, they're terrible against tight ends. Still, Fryer moves 22% targets per route run is only behind five tight ends in the league. And Kyle Pitts is the only qualified tight end that aligns in the slot a higher percentage than Fryermuth, who has run a route on 85% of Pittsburgh's dropbacks over the last two games. He's going out on routes. He's detached from the formation a lot. Need him down the field a little bit. Let me tell you about our friends now at Bet Online. The only people that don't get off this time of year are pro athletes and the folks at Bet Online. With NFL, bowl season, NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up-to-date odds, news, and information. Bet Online has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use our promo code, though, B-L-E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, got to hit that up. All right, let's talk about pass protection here. Pittsburgh gave up four sacks last week. Trey Hendrickson leads the Bengals with 15. No one else has more than five. Hendrickson does have six games in a row with at least half a sack, and he has a sack in every road game this season. He's a force. I mean, he's going to cause major problems for Dan Moore, who's been terrible. Since he has six different defenders with multiple interceptions, they are very good taking the ball away, as I told you yesterday. Now, let's talk about the run game. Steelers rushed for 153 yards in Cincinnati earlier this season, 99 of those from Najee Harris. The Steelers averaged 2.8 yards per carry in Indy last week, awful, and produced just 74 rushing yards. But the Bengals allowed 143 yards on the ground to Minnesota. Ty Chandler gashed them. Only five defenses have surrendered more rushing yards a season than the Bengals, and only the Broncos allow a higher yards per carry. Just under 30% of the rushing plays against Cincinnati have resulted in a first down or touchdown, the highest rate in the league. 13.4% of rushing attempts have gained 10 or more yards, third highest rate in the league. Now, we know Najee and Warren are the whole run game, which is fine, but it'd be nice to get something from the quarterback and others. But they have 1375 of the Steelers' 1540 rushing yards. Warren received a 67% snap share in Indianapolis, by far the highest of his career. Now, they were losing, but I still hope that holds up. 53% was his his previous high. 
He also set a career high with an 83% route participation. Warren has created an explosive run on a league high 16.8% of his rushing attempts. He also leads all running backs in yards after contact and avoided tackles per attempt. Harris and Warren are the only pair of AFC running backs with each has 850 yards from scrimmage. Of the 41 running backs with 100 plus rushes this year, Najee ranks 35th in success rate, 33rd in runs that fail to gain yardage, and 32nd in runs that fail to gain a first down or touchdown. It's not been playing great lately. DJ Reader is out for the season. Of the 109 running back rushing attempts this season with Reader off the field, Cincinnati has allowed 5.6 yards per carry, with 28.4% of those going for a first down or touchdown. Both are the worst in the league. Over the Steelers' three-game losing streak, the offense is a combined 11 of 37 on third downs. It's horrendous. Cincinnati's defense has been on the field for 927 snaps this season. Dax Hill leads away. He's played 923. Logan Wilson's at 922. Those guys are on the field all the time. The other linebacker, Jermaine Pratt, has played 840, but no one else in the defense has played over 750 defensive snaps. Lastly, over the course of the season, only five offenses have started their drives with worse average starting field position than the Steelers, which hasn't made things easy on them, obviously. All right, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.